0: Hey everyone, this is Corinne LaFont, your favorite radio host, your only radio host, and favorite girl, of course, broadcasting to you from the lovely island of Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean on Between the Lines. And I start my show off the same way, people, with gratitude, thankfulness, as some people say, and I am so thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be surrounded by beautiful people like Melissa Snow. She looks like Snow too. Nice and soft, nice and soft and cuddly. She looks like snow. <laughs> yeah, and you know, just to be above ground, you know, given the situation. And I'm still alive and thankful. Every moment I'm extremely thankful. Yeah. So let me tell you a bit about Melissa Snow. She has such a wonderful name. Melissa is a certified life coach who helps women improve their relationships, starting with the one they have with themselves. You hear that, people? the one you have with yourself. Hmm. She is an international speaker and the author of Ten Secrets to Having the Love You Want. Melissa is passionate about helping women learn to love and value themselves. I'll say that again, learn to love and value yourself. So they don't have to rely on other people to show them their worth. Lord, let me read that again. Melissa is passionate about helping women learn to love and value themselves. So they don't have to rely on other people to show them their worth, yes? We're talking today clearly about how to stop attracting the same type of men, because that is saying something about you. The fact that you're attracting the same type of men cyclically, ending up in the same thing, you should recognize that you're the common denominator in all of this. It's you. It's you. Take the blame. Take responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) It's you. And when I'm saying this, how many is, times can I say it? <laughs> it's you. It's you. Melissa, welcome <laughs> to between the lines.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, so it's you, Melissa. It's you. It's me. Yeah.
1: It is. It is. It's all of us. Mhm.
0: Mhm. Why? Why is it Even our- though usually
1: when clients show up to me for the first time, all they want to talk about is the other person and what okay. the other person did and how the other person is so terrible and all of these other people like everything is outside of them we have no idea that it's us for a while
0: (laughs) (laughs) why does it take us so long
1: um you know I think part of it is that for a lot of us we have never stopped to think and realize how much control we really have over what's going on in our lives. Mm -hmm. We don't realize that we have so much control over our thoughts, over our feelings, and that our thoughts and our feelings are what are creating our results. And so, like, I went through so much of my life believing that things were just happening to me, that it was all outside of my control, and I just was a bad picker and I didn't know why or I was this was just my destiny and I was just unlucky in love and it had nothing to do with me it was just like this is just how life was happening to me and there was nothing I could do about it Mm -hmm. and a lot of us don't realize how much control and how much power we have Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. so what what made you realize this you because it does take going to a special place within yourself and humility to be able to say wait a minute I'm the common denominator here. It's me. Or somebody pointed it out to you and said, do you realize that you keep, you know, you're the common person here. Why are you blaming everybody? It's, you know, how did you come to the position, the point of realizing acceptance that it's you?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a different point for everybody. We all get to that point. I don't know. Can I swear on this podcast?
0: Of course you can. You can say anything you want.
1: (laughs) <laughs> okay. So I call it the fuck it point <laughs> this yeah, is The yeah. point that like we all get to the fuck it point at a different time. Like yeah. it's just that point that you're like, I can't take this for one more second. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, there, I don't care what it takes. Something is going to change because I cannot keep doing this. Mm -hmm. And for some of us, that happens after our first shitty relationship. Mm -hmm. And for some of us, that doesn't happen until after our hundredth shitty relationship. Um, I think with the state of the world right now, a lot of people are reaching that point a lot sooner. Like somebody said to me yesterday, isn't this like the worst time for you to be selling life coaching? And I said, no, it's the best time because there are so many women right now who are trapped in their homes with their husbands who are narcissists <laughs> I and said bullies yes yeah. and yeah they are all at that point that they're like i can't take this for one more second <laughs>
0: yeah yeah and coronavirus or not i'm pitching you out <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. yeah yeah so
1: because, yeah because absolutely
0: the, yeah because the narcissist with, who i'm quite familiar with cannot take i'm saying to myself i know they're going crazy right now you know you know they have to have people, victims. I mean, they're, they're like reaching out for so much attention. Social isolation is just not their
1: thing, you know? I, oh, yeah. yeah. No, they're they're all over the dating apps right now. <laughs> just getting their ego fed in whatever way they can.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And they're probably sitting next to their wives while they're doing it.
0: Of course, of course. <laughs> It's not funny because it's true. It is true, but we have to laugh about it now. At the time when it was happening to us, it wasn't funny, but it is no. funny when you think about it. Because sometimes the thought come back to me, Melissa, and I laugh out like crazy. Laugh out. I'm like, Corinne, you were just so stupid. You know, yeah. not not to make me feel dumb or put myself down, but it's like the damn thing was stuck in front of you. You laugh at it now. You're like, oh my God, that was that was so damn ridiculous. I can't believe that i actually fell for that or walked into that or found myself in that you know you're like what what yeah
1: (laughs) yeah i know but so much of it and so much of it is is subconscious like we don't even really realize what's happening so like that is what you asked me about how I got to that point for me my I mean talk about an extreme version of getting to that point but when I was 27 I had gone through a string of really terrible relationships and um I just was I had just gotten out of a relationship with a man who was married to someone else and had believed him for a year when he said he was going to leave his wife. We were going to be together, blah, blah, blah. It never happened. Awesome. Um, and left that relationship feeling like even worse than I felt about myself before. Yeah. Um, and I was a high school teacher at the time. And I ended up having what I considered a relationship with one of my students who was 17 and he was 27. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I was 27. 27 yeah. And uh, that was obviously just like mass destruction in my life. Mm-hmm. And Um, what I realized through all of the work that I did on myself after that, I mean, that was obviously the point that I realized um, that this was not working for me, that there were patterns that I needed to figure out and I needed to figure out why um, I continued to make these choices and like how I made it okay for myself to do what I had done. And what I really realized was that None of these were actual relationships. This was all just me trying to get this need to feel important and special and loved and worthy met. And I didn't care where I got it from. I just yeah. needed people to give it to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's when I look back in terms of my own life and I look at people, it goes, we know Melissa it goes back into childhood or even before that. These things have been programmed with us because we go to the familiar. You know, if yeah. you're attracting these people, I wouldn't really say it's our fault because we did not know. We were brought up with right. parents who expose us to this type of thing, and so we 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 have no other reference but that. Not only that, the society is quite narcissistic, quite egocentric, quite materialistic. And so there is another validation. This is the way to go. Yeah. You go to school and it is expected. It is expected that this is supposed to be the way to be. You look at the media. Yeah. Yeah. You look look at the media and it's telling you, hey, this is the way, you know, you look at your friends and, and this is just the expectation. So it's like a total surrounding of this type of behavior and attitude that you feel, hey, I need to be with this guy who wears this type of clothes, who drives this type of car, who treats me this type of way. And I need to be submissive. I need to be quiet. I need, no, no. But deep down, you are feeling uncomfortable about it. You are feeling uncomfortable about yeah. it. And your inner spirit, your inner child is screaming. You don't feel good about yourself. You're going back home to or wherever that home is, or if, whether you're living with a guy or you live on your own or whatever. You're, you're not feeling good. And it's like, I feel yucky. I feel used. I feel unwanted. I, I'm supposed to be in love. I'm supposed to, this guy's supposed to love me well. Why am I feeling this way? And it's like a it's like it's a, like a, a turmoil happening inside of you. And you're like, it's like, it's yeah. like what they say, cognitive dissonance. It's like this is supposed to be it, but why am I feeling this way? Something is off.
1: <laughs> yep, absolutely. Yeah, and I always think when you're talking about like society and the messages that we get and stuff, I always that always brings me back to the movie Jerry Maguire and like what's one of the most famous lines from that movie is when she says you complete me. Oh my and god we all thought that was so romantic that was so sweet this that was so nice. and now I'm like no no now no 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 no. <laughs>
0: no every time I hear that and you know I'll tell you honestly I used to use those things my significant other my other half and I'm like hell what the hell I don't even want to hear it I am like, no. I, when I hear people say it, I'm like, you're not my significant anything. You're not even significant. you you
1: <laughs> I still love that movie. But every time that line comes, I just cringe. I'm like, I'm don't say me, it. Melissa,
0: stop watching the movie. Stop watching the movie. It is, <laughs> <laughs> right? Anything or anyone, I'm hanging around people and I look at them. I'm like, and you know what I say, Melissa? I watch people carefully because I—I mean, I love the study of people. I just love to watch people's behavior, and I'm like, yeah. look at them, look at them. They're pretending. I could see, I could feel it from my spirit. They put on an act outside because when they go home, it's a different thing. And I'm praying, Don't be caught up in what you see. You, don't because you look at that and you feel, oh my god, I would love to have a man like that. I would love to have a relationship like. No, I don't want it. I don't want yeah. it. Yeah. I, i know what i want within myself is not my reference is not what's out there is what's within me me right. inside of me and what feels right and if it don't feel good melissa i don't want it
1: yeah yeah and you can't compare your inside to other people's outsides and no. i tell people all the time like don't compare your real life to everybody else's facebook life
0: <laughs> please facebook is that real Can we really do all that?
1: (laughs) No, it's not real. That's the point. (laughs) That's the point.
0: Right? Because people are flashing, oh, I just got engaged. Oh, I'm in a relationship. I'm like, what the hell? Do I need to know that? Why do you need to tell me that? I don't understand. Right. Really? Right. Please. You know, so so why are we attracting, or how can we stop attracting the same kind of people in our lives, Melissa? We are saying what? Yeah. Tell Tell us what we are saying.
1: So, so there's kind of four different steps. So the first one is to get really clear on what it is that you actually want from a relationship. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us have never even stopped to think about this. Like we just, we don't even know why we want a relationship. We just want it because we think it's what we're supposed to want. Like I kind of equate it to going to college. Like when I graduated from high school, I never stopped to think, do I want to go to college? Is this what I want to do? Like, there was no question. You just graduated from high school, you went to college, and then you weren't to work for somebody else. So when I decided to go into business for myself, that was like, this is not what you do. And same thing with relationships. It's like, we never stopped to think, do I want one? And why do I want one? Like, what is it that I am hoping that this will give to me? That I don't already have before you have a relationship. So if you're thinking like I want a relationship because it's gonna make me feel safe, it's gonna make me feel secure, it's gonna make me feel taken care of, stomp everything, figure out how to feel safe and secure and taken care of before you get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's number one.
0: <laughs> I wanna I wanna number- train something there. I wanna train something with my yeah. I wanna train that besides safety and security. The, I think the main reason people or women want to be in a relationship is because their friends are or society or they feel lonely and they want to go out with a man on their arm and they feel awkward to go out on their own and feel comfortable knowing I'm here by myself. Because the first thing as you step up and you enter the room, they'll be like, who are you here with? Myself. Right. Why? Do you- <laughs> right? right. Because, oh, don't you see the man with me? He's right here. I mean, he's not even physically there, but he's here. Right, but you're quite comfortable. Why do I need to be with somebody? If I go out, why can't I go out and date my? wife? Right. Why can't I sit down, a, a, you know, at a dinner table for two, and and have a have a nice dinner by myself? Why can't I go to the movies by myself?
1: Why? Right. Right, and whatever your answer is that's where your work is. Like if you think that you, if you're, I know so many people who are like, Oh my gosh, I would never go to the movies by myself. I would never go out to dinner by myself. That's crazy. And the, you have to take that a step further to why, like what is the thought that you have about it? Because that's where your work is. Mm-hmm. If the thought is I go out to dinner by myself and everyone looks at me and thinks there must be something wrong with me that I'm there by myself, mm-hmm. that's your work you already believe that there's something wrong with you. Yes. So that's what you've got to figure out before you go and try to get into a relationship to prove to everybody else that there's nothing wrong with you.
0: And why, because you when you, anybody, why do you have to prove anything to anybody, Melissa? Exactly,
1: exactly. But the, the thing is, you're really trying to prove it to yourself. That's what you're really doing. You're really trying to prove to yourself, there, there's nothing wrong with me because this man wants me. And that's what I'm saying is figure out that there's nothing wrong with you before you go find the man.
0: But you have to, you have to sort out yourself first. You have to have a relationship with you. Like we said in your bio before you could have a relationship with anybody else. Because if you don't have a relationship with you, you are going to be looking to the other person to tell you what that relationship should be. And then you lose your whole self in the process. And after a while, you're like, who am I again? How, How do I spell my name? Melissa? Is it Snow? Is it why? <laughs> because because you, you are allowing somebody else to tell you what it should be. But here's the thing. Before, yep. you go, before you go on to the other three steps, Melissa, the thing about it is that when we as women are strong and we decide who we are, we know what we want. We step out there. We go to the movie by ourselves. We shop for ourselves. We do everything. We build our house ourselves. We have a nice career by ourselves. And it's like, oh, here comes Mr. Man. It's like, you don't need me, what, what, you, know, um, you are too much, right? I, I have to work too hard. Mm-hmm. They feel like I have to work too hard. They start to treat you this way, ghost you, you know, the famous ghost you, you know, bread crumb you or whatever. And it's like, you know, <laughs> and then you start to say to yourself as a woman, what am I doing wrong? You come back to the questioning of yourself again. Hell no, you are doing nothing wrong. You are actually doing the right thing. And I see that as repelling... Repelling the person that's not supposed to be in your life. And I have taken the decision, Melissa. Anybody who God removes from my life, I am not calling you back, whether by phone, whether by text, because there is a reason why why he's distanced from me. And let's use the word social distancing that they're using now. He's so God is social, (laughs) God is socially distancing him from me or people. It don't have to be a man for relationship, it could be any relationship, a friend, or who you thought was your friend that all of a sudden the universe has seen that, hello, I don't want this person around Melissa. I don't want this person around Corinne. Because what we tend to do, Melissa, is that we say, oh, wait a minute, it's been a long time I haven't heard from Melissa. I wonder if I said something to her that, you know, let me call her up. And you call back Melissa to reignite the the toxicity again. No, she's gone. Leave Leave it alone. I don't know if you have any points on that that you want to share.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of it has to do with, like this is what either allows us to show up authentically and as our true selves in life, or causes us to do what I did for a long time, which was, and then I'll be that person. So those are obviously two very different extremes. Like for a lot of my, was tell me who you want me to be and that's who I'll be as long as you like me and love me and make me feel like I have some sort of value Mm -hmm. and then this is who I am so you can like it or not but I'm okay with it either way Like once you do that work on yourself, then you don't have that like desperation anymore. You don't need anyone else to validate you. You don't need anyone else to tell you that you are enough or you are worthy or you are loved. You just know it. And so you're like, I already know. So if you want to come along with it, great. And if you don't, (laughs) that's great too. And I, I feel the same way. Like it's very similar for me attracting clients. Like I share my story very openly of getting arrested and mass destruction in my life and all this stuff. And a lot of people have opinions about it. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, maybe I won't share this story because what if somebody hears it and then they don't want to work with me? And I'm like, Well, if that's the case, then they were never meant to be my client anyway.
0: That's right. That's right. My clients
1: are the ones who appreciate the authenticity. They appreciate the vulnerability. They see if she can share all that without shame, maybe I can too. They see that I'm the last person that's going to judge them. They feel open to share with me because I've shared with them. Those are my clients. Mm -hmm. The people who hear that story and are like, oh, I hate her. I would never do that. Mm -hmm. I didn't want them as my client anyway. Yeah. And it's the same thing with relationships. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, if way. you don't think my jokes are funny, then keep going.
0: Yeah. I wish you well. Love you. my right. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you know. Right.
0: And, you, and, and you I'm not going to sit
1: here for the rest of the night going, Oh my gosh, are my jokes not funny? Maybe I shouldn't have told that joke. Should I learn different jokes? Like it's fine. Why the next person you know? will think my jokes are funny. So it's cool.
0: Yeah, And, and even might, if no
1: one ever laughs again, I think they're funny.
0: <laughs> that's the important thing. You are okay with it. So when people are coming, they say, oh, you're too much. And they find, oh, they have to do too much work. It's like, you know what I say to them? No problem. You know, it's okay. I'm not asking you to, to come out of your yeah. phone and do anything extra than what you are custom. If you don't want to be a better version of yourself, it's no problem. You stay right where you right. are yeah yeah yeah, but I'm on a mission I'm on a journey to being a better version of myself but if you're comfortable right down there where you are hey no problem I'm cool you're cool okay bye yeah
1: yeah we're we're just not cool together (laughs) (laughs) we are cool from a social distance (laughs) that's right
0: that's right that's right so let's hear number two three and four
1: Yeah, so number two is about evaluating your past relationships, which we hear a lot, like look at your past relationships, look at the red flags that you missed or that you chose to ignore, but I like to take this a step further. So not only, I'm a big, big believer that your thoughts create your feelings and that's what gets you your results. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I want you looking at your past relationships and the red flags that you overlooked, but then taking that a step further to what the were the thoughts that you were having that caused you to take the action of overlooking those things? Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, the first time you caught him in a lie, if you thought, if you had the thought, I have a zero tolerance for dishonesty, you would have taken a much different action. But you had the thought maybe it was a misunderstanding. I'm sure he'll never do it again. It probably was my fault. Like Whatever those thoughts were, and give him 18 more opportunities to lie to you. So I'm less concerned with the fact that you overlooked the lying. I'm more concerned with what was the thought that you had that allowed you to overlook the lying, because that's where your work is going to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's like going straight to the cause and not the symptom. I like that.
1: Yep. Yep. And so three and four are very similar. Three is about figuring out like, what are the default thoughts that you're having right now? Like these are the thoughts that your brain has just put on autopilot because you've Mm. thought them so many times. Like I'm a bad picker or I have so many women who come to me and say, I'm broken. Mm. That is not a fact, it's just a thought that you thought so many times mm-hmm. that your brain now just thinks it on default, mm-hmm. right? Because our brain has so much to keep track of already. Mm-hmm. And so if it can put things like blinking and breathing and moving and beating your heart and thinking that you're broken on automatic, then it doesn't have to think about any of those things. Yeah. So You have to figure out what are these default thoughts that you're having or like in therapy. Sometimes they call them negative core beliefs. Like what are the things that you have come to believe about yourself, about men, about love that you just are thinking on autopilot and never even stopping to question?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then four is about figuring out. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's the default. And we have to reset. Just like we would do a, a computer and change out the whole system. It takes work, it takes time, but you have to be mindful and conscious. It requires a sort of awareness, a deep level of awareness, Melissa. For you to, yeah. you to talk to yourself and realize, hmm, catch it, catch it in mid flight. And you're like, mm, why did I think of that? Stop yourself and say, why did I think of that? Why am I, why am I, you know, I don't want to take action on this stop. Don't act on it immediately. That's the kind of awareness that you want before you do anything.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so the fourth step is just about deciding what thoughts do you want to think instead and then reprogramming your brain with those thoughts, which does take work and it does take practice, but eventually those are the thoughts that your brain is going to be thinking on autopilot Mm -hmm. instead of the ones like I'm broken that don't serve you and aren't getting you the results that you want. Like, If you're walking around life thinking I'm broken, that is the exact result you're going to keep creating over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so obviously it's not realistic to go from I'm broken to now I'm going to walk around thinking I'm a healthy and whole person when yesterday I believed I was broken. Mm -hmm. But there are like in between thoughts that you can start with. Like Even if you start going through life with the thought, I am I'm learning to heal. I am becoming a whole person. Those feel very different and those are going to start creating very different results in your life. Mm
0: -hmm. Here's the thing, Melissa. So we do the healing and we become stronger and we become aware and we're doing all those four steps, etc. And yeah, we start repelling the narcissist. We start, you know, the the toxic guys, the people, the friends, the the co-workers, the whatever. And we don't get the relationship. And we are getting older, Melissa. We're getting older. We're still living alone. Friday nights meet us, Saturday, Sunday, you know. <laughs> and we're here alone. What happens next? The thought starts coming, oh, I'm still here. Probably I should lower my standard. Probably I should go out with this guy. Probably I should. Oh, you know, this whole healing thing. Yeah, it's good, and, but I'm still here alone when I didn't, when I I wasn't doing all of this, I was getting guys. Yeah, it was bad, but I took it and at least I was still getting a little intimacy and attention and, you know, it took me out, but now I have nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's a complicated answer. Part of the question is, like, are you still putting yourself out there? Because a lot of times we think, like, I did all the work and so now I'm ready for him to show up at my door. Like, I remember when I first became certified as a life coach, I was like, I didn't know anything about business or finding clients or anything. I was just like, okay, I'm certified. So, like, I'm waiting for the clients to show up at the door. And then I'm like, what do you mean they're not gonna show up? So, like, (laughs) it works the same way in relationships. You can't just do all the work on yourself and then expect them to come knock on your door. Um, So you do have to keep putting yourself out there and maybe look and do some evaluating of like, how are you putting yourself out there? Where are you putting yourself out there? Right? Because if I'm doing all of my marketing to businessmen, there's a reason I'm not getting clients, Mm -hmm. because I'm marketing to the wrong people. So Mm -hmm. Same with putting yourself out there in the dating world. Like are you marketing yourself in the right to the right audiences? And are there maybe some tweaks that you need to make with that? But then the other thing is Were you gonna say something? No, go ahead. Mm -hmm. I was just gonna say the other thing is like I think just being really clear again on like what it is that you you are wanting from a relationship. Like, what do you not have now Mm -hmm. that you are longing for when you are at home on a Friday night? Like, is it, is it really honestly just sex? Like, is it really honestly just physical touch? Because you can go out and get that, Mm -hmm. but you have to be really honest with yourself. Is that really what I'm after? Because if you think that's what you're after, but you're really after love, and then you wake up the next morning and the man you just had sex with doesn't love you, then you're going to be back in the cycle.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
0: I want to suggest something. My thing is to keep your behind busy and stop focusing on getting a man. Get involved in things. Focus on your business do the things that you always wanted to do, that you have time and put put, put your attention into things other than the, the one thing that you want. And, and just by yeah. relaxing, just by relaxing, without you even looking, this person can just easily show up in your life, right? Without you even thinking. And yeah. you'd be like, you wouldn't even think of that guy. You'd be like, what? what, what do you mean you like me? Suddenly you wouldn't even know what those words mean. <laughs> <laughs> because, right. because, your right. head, because your head space is. Where did is you crazy. come from? <laughs> right? You were not looking. You're not yeah. looking. You're not desperate. You're not needy. Join some associations. Get busy. Everybody. All you do when you come home is to sleep. Sleep and eat. Right? Chill. You could call up your girlfriend, yeah. whatever. Watch a little quick movie online and get to bed. By the time you're watching the movie, you're so tired, you fall asleep in the middle of the movie. And then you're up again in the morning, running again. Keep busy, woman, and stop putting your attention on finding a man. The man is going to show up and you're going to watch him on and say, really? What do you mean you like me? I don't understand what that means. What do you mean you want to go out with me? Does that mean a date or something? So the needle... To... <laughs> Suddenly the language <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, suddenly yeah, the language. Suddenly the language would be so creepy because you were not speaking that language for so long. You you're like, What right. what, what are you saying? What, what do you mean? I need to
1: get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i actually spent a year i spent a year when i was going through my whole trying to figure out who i am and what i want and what i'm doing i spent a year committed to not having any contact with men other than my dad so i didn't i didn't date i didn't yeah. text my ex i didn't text my ex-boyfriends i didn't do anything no. and then i was like okay well now what do i do with my time um i tried cooking realized i didn't like it i tried tried knitting. Realized I didn't like it. <laughs> like, but I tried all of these different things and it was so good in like just helping me figure out who I was, mm-hmm. right? Because I only knew who I was like with a man. Like I yeah. used to, j- I joke sometimes. I was like, well, how do you know that you're pretty if there's not a man to tell you that you are? And wow. when you don't have a man to tell you that you are, then you just have to look in the mirror and be like, I I guess I am, you know, and <laughs> not how to believe that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you do have to be careful about the keeping busy part because sometimes that can be what I call buffering. So a lot of times we buffer with food or alcohol or sex or work or whatever it is. And that's really like the thing that you are doing to avoid feeling feelings that you have. And so... It is, it is good to like go out and live your life and not be focused on finding a man, but you also have to be careful that you don't take that to the extreme, to where you're so busy because you're avoiding coming home and realizing that you're lonely, because no, that feeling is still going to be there.
0: No, I'm not seeing it as a distraction from, I'm yeah. seeing it as keep your mental faculties somewhere else and not focus on a man. Because it will make yeah. you respondent at the end of the day. And through networking, because when you join these associations and get involved, you learn things about yourself that you never knew. You didn't realize you had that capability. You realize yeah. it empowers you, it adds your, to your self worth and self esteem. And you meet people, you end up working on teams, on groups that somebody might start showing you some attention right there. And you'll be like, hey you know and and you start talking because of course the guy may not want to come on to you you're working in a team so it's like oh we're working together so you end up spending quality time getting to know somebody on a different level other than focus relationship man woman sexual thing you're actually getting to know which is really what we're supposed to do when yeah when it is coming to a relationship so By the time, let's say it does develop into something, you would know this person through working with them on a different level. You have a friendship, a foundation, as opposed to a sexual relationship, which is what we end up jumping into and thinking it's love. It's not. So I'm saying keep busy. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's so good. Yeah, keep busy because you, you don't want to sit down home twiddling your thumbs. And then the whole emotion and thoughts are going through your mind. Get out there. Do things. Get involved. Be a part. Volunteer your time. Learn things about yourself. Take your mind of the man. Take your mind of the man. And just yeah. and just enjoy yeah. you. Get to know you. Meet new people. Come out of the toxic circle you were in. And expose yourself to new people. and test yeah. the thing, And test the things that you know. So those four stages... You're testing people that in your new network now, so you know. Okay, he's an narcissist. This one is a that. That one is a that. Okay, I'm not talking to you. I'm keeping you fat. I'm, you know. Yeah. So you, you're, you're actually out there testing, you know. Even though you, even though you're busy, you're still testing, yeah. so that you know. Okay, I need to avoid you, or I need to set boundaries with you. So it's it, it's really a strengthening of yourself at the same time of learning about you and networking meeting new people and building yourself self so there's so much about it as opposed to say oh my god I need a man right now I need a man yeah. I need a man no no that's a sad no no
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah no that's really good that's good yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Melissa I want to hop across your website my darling tell me how to get there
1: yeah, my website is uh, www.melissamsnow.com.
0: That's pretty easy.
1: It would have been easier to do melissasnow.com, but apparently Melissa Snow plays the harp, and she got that website before me.
0: My goodness. So, <laughs> you, should have, you should have gotten to her before. Usually.
1: I know. I tried to buy it from her and she wouldn't sell it to me. So I had to be Melissa M. Snow. <laughs>
0: That's all right. That's okay. Melissa M. Snow works. Or oh, probably you could work together with a harp. The harp is a is an instrument of love, isn't it? Yep. Yes. So Melissa M. Snow. So get your book free. Hey, isn't that cool? So people can do get your book free here. What do you want yep. me to What do you want me to feature on your site?
1: Um I mean, the best thing for people is if they're interested is to go onto the site and all you have to do is put in your name and your email and you can get my book sent to you for free. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also somewhere there should be a link to my Facebook page, which um, I think it's maybe on the work with me page or the about me page, or it might even be at the bottom of all the pages. Yeah,
0: Um, I'm seeing the Facebook link here. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, so everybody's welcome to add me as a friend on Facebook, I post a lot, a lot of stuff on my personal page more than I do on my business page. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually doing a um, bunch of webinars there. I'm doing one every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time that is about how to stop dating the same guy over and over again.
0: Nice, where can they, where can they um, access that? The webinars?
1: Uh, the link to that should be on my Facebook page.
0: Oh, it will be on the Facebook page. On my, yep. Okay. And I see, I totally know where you're coming from. Definitely. We live the life, Melissa. We live the life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I think somewhere on my website, it says, I've been there down the street, around the corner and back right. again.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we, we have been there. We have been there and we are able to pick up the things. And you know, the sad thing when we, when we want to tell our girls our women, our sisters, they hate us for telling us the truth, you know, and they feel we want the man. We don't want the man. Oh, yeah. We don't want the man, sister. We're trying to save you from the man. Okay? Right. <laughs> we don't want right. the man. So stop fighting us down. Okay? Yeah. Yeah? We're trying to help you. Yeah. You know, women women need to, to move away from this thing of fighting down one another. It's not helping you. And you know the thing about it is that the men know yep. this. The men know this and they sit aside, Melissa, I was saying that to our friend the other day. The men know this and they know that women fight on each other. So they even may, may use that against us and say, look, you know, if I want to get at woman, what, 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 what we need to do. And, you know, and we are there fighting on each other, trying to get at one man,
1: please,
0: please get a grip. Get a grip.
1: <laughs> I promise you, he's not that great. He's not
0: that great. He's not that great. And whether coronavirus or no coronavirus, there will still be men around. <laughs> <laughs> there will be. There will be. And it might be freshmen too. Who have learned from the coronavirus and realize, hello, my way of thinking cannot continue or my approach, right. or my attitude. And so I need to change my way. So this may may change the whole landscape. If people are open to it and realize that this virus really don't have any respect for anybody, none at all. It doesn't matter your color, your background, your money, your car, your house. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) No respect. Okay. So we need to get real here. We need to get real. So, want to improve the relationships in your life? Put in your name and email address. And Melissa is going to automatically send you a book. Melissa, any yep.
1: final words? No, I think we've about covered everything everybody needs to know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did great. I think I, think I would just I, I would just add it's never too late to change how your story ends. You're never so yeah. far gone or too old or too broken or too whatever to be to have the opportunity to have the love that you want and that you deserve. It's never too late for that.
0: I, I agree with that. And love yourself first. I will come back to your bio. Have the relationship yep. with you first. Love you so that you can tell the person how you want to be loved. Not Absolutely. the other way around. Yeah, not the other way yep. around. <laughs> yes, you set the tone, not the other person. You set the tone. As I say, you determine how other people treat you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And let me tell you, once they get to understand you quickly and they do study you, they know what they can and cannot do. So, you actually give people the permission to treat you the way you are treated. It's sad, it's sad, and it's a painful thing. It is sad, and it's a painful thing, but the sooner we accept that, we can move on to more loving, caring, healthy relationships.
1: yep I totally agree yeah women come to me very often wanting to tell me all of the things that he did and why is he like this and my question always is I'm, I'm not nearly as concerned with why he did that as I am why you allowed him to yeah.
0: yeah that's a great way to end the show great way to end the show thank you so much Melissa I absolutely love you I love the work you're doing keep thank doing you. it keep doing it and just, I sure will. Yeah, keep doing it. Yeah. I love it. Right. Thank you so much for being here.
1: You're welcome. I'll talk with you soon.
0: For sure. For sure.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: <laughs> Bye.